0: Sports Yak. Oh my one host no sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but somehow they meet in the middle. Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here. And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be Chuck Freebie. Forever. Do you like sports? Cause we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Yak. It's sports Yak. It's Sports Yak.
1: Welcome everybody to episode 92 of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm Phil Souza, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, the author of How to Survive the Zombie Apocalypse. It's Grant Youngsma. How's it going, Grant?
0: Great, Phil. Um, I definitely feel like if there was a zombie apocalypse, I don't think I'd be the greatest person to survive it. <laughs> but I mean, I'd feel
1: like I'm in the middle somewhere. Okay, you have to expand on that. Explain why you would not be, like, the least capable person, but also not the most.
0: Well, I'm not that great with, like, shooting a bow or shooting okay. a gun, Okay. but I can handle those. So, okay. I feel like I would last long enough.
1: You would definitely be better in the bow department than I, I feel like most people. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, it, I don't know if you've followed us for very long, but um, Grant literally coaches archery. Yeah. So.
0: So I feel like I'd be good there, but I'm not always the quickest person. But zombies aren't that quick either, so
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've watched enough zombie movies and TV shows and I, I've even read like the Walking Dead comics and stuff. Yeah. To there's two there uh, we're getting into zombie cover <laughs> <laughs> this is fun actually before we actually review the zombie episode, but um I there there are two skills that you need to have to survive in the zombie apocalypse. One is combat skills, yep. but the also the other is like just like mental fortitude, like good, good choices, like like you have to know which which crew to be with and like cuz the zombie everyone knows the zombie apocalypse is all about just as much uh, human versus human as it is human versus zombie. And so yep. um I feel like I would be I would be definitely lackluster in the physical department <laughs> I, I've never shot a gun before in my life, uh, not even one time. I've never, I've never pulled like a real, a real bow. Like I've mm-hmm. messed around with like kids stuff, and um, I, as far as like melee, I'm pretty sure I would just get eaten like immediately. <laughs> um, and uh, in the like, you know, choose your friends and like you know the more like diplomatic side of the zombie apocalypse yeah. i think it would be okay i i don't know that would be like stellar but i think I could survive it with a group um but i would have to let other people do the fighting for <laughs> me apparently <laughs> so all right well that was a longer <laughs> intro than normal but that was fun yep uh, if you're just joining us for this podcast, this is an unofficial Disney Plus podcast reviewing the most popular stuff on Disney Plus. Um, we're obviously going to get into some Marvel zombies and um, the Killmonger stuff, uh, episodes five and six of What If? That is the topic, the main topic of the show for today. Uh, but before we get into that stuff, we'd like to do Disney Plus news of the week. Um, it's been a little bit of a slow week. There's not a whole lot of like really big stories to talk about. Um, there was uh, one that we kind of discussed uh, before mm-hmm. hitting record that we'll, I want to get to, and then um, I, I, I'm going to do like the short one first. Like this, okay. this, this one, Sounds good. this one is literally like just mention it and then yeah. go cool, and then go on right to the second story. But um, great, have you? Did you ever watch the original Flight of the Navigator? I did not. Okay, so the Flight of the Navigator was like this cultural swell, like and uh, uh, unlike unlike the the Rocketeer, which has Mm -hmm. not aged well, um, you can actually go back. Jack and I did a, like a revisit of the Flight of the Navigator movie, the original Flight of the Navigator, in the early parts of the show. So before Grant came on as a a co-host, um, I would say like in the first 20 episodes or so, we probably did it, uh, of this show. So if you want, if you want to listen to that, if you love Flight of the Navigator, I highly recommend that episode of our podcast. But, um, it is getting remade, and the news story is simply just the one liner that the, they've got a director and it's Bryce Dallas Howard. Hmm. So, um, they the were Jurassic World lady, right? Yes, she did one of them or both of them. I think both of them. Okay, um, so I mean, as far as you know, um, I don't know that she has like a long list of movies that I've seen, mm-hmm. but everything that I've seen her do. And she did like the Mandalorian, like, yep, you know, she did like a great episode of that. So, um, she did the, the one with the, um, uh, ATSTs, like the Walker mm-hmm. uh, yep. ones. So, and then maybe another one too. I can't remember, but like, she's like a very, very capable director. So like I, the, I think we even discussed it cause I think it was even a rumor back when we did, when Jack and I did the episode, but that they were going to remake it. And, I don't think uh, obviously at that time we didn't know what the director, who the director was going to be. But now that I know that it's rice Dallas Howard, I'm like, okay, this, I feel safer about this. Cause I really, really like the original movie. I watched it t- just tons and tons of times when I was a kid. So I'm actually kind of excited about the, okay. movie now, so. yeah, that is the, cool. The fact that they're just announcing director means we've got a, a ways to wait yeah. <laughs> on that movie. Um, that means
0: they probably haven't done too much yet.
1: No, 2023 is probably the, the expected day. I, yeah. I would expect for that, but um, but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm excited. The the original is um, is you would say it's a cult classic. I think I, okay know, people that grew up in the '80s, I, I think would would definitely have seen it. So um, anyway, that that one's more just kind of a mention. Uh, the bigger story, um, you want to see this off, or you want me to? Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, so this week, right? They uh, yeah released a mid-season uh, trailer for What If and they teased uh, something that comes to interest of us, which we really didn't see coming, but it sounds like they are going to uh, kind of play off some of the storylines that they've already introduced in this show, which um, Phil and I had, we had thought that they would just be single episodes and that'd be the it of that, but... It seems like they're gonna play off some of the storylines that they've already introduced, which should be an interesting possibility
1: yeah, so re- very early on back in, back to our first like our episode coverage of what if episode mm-hmm. one um, Grant kind of sees the idea of like I wonder if these universes are related or or seeing the same universe twice yeah type of thing, and they, Marvel's been pretty cagey about it. they haven't answered yes or no to any of that. And that might be because they're like, well, we are going to come back to one of the universes, you know, like that kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Um, So this is uh, part of the article. I'll just read it. Uh, This is from MovieWeb. They say, while the show has been described as an anthology series, meaning every episode is totally separate, um, we have known for some time that that at least one of the characters would return for future adventures, Captain Carter. And this is a quote from executive producer Brad Winterbaum. He says, I guess this is, Like probably a month ago, quote. I just didn't see it at the time. Uh, We realized as we started developing the second the second season that Captain Carter was going to be the character who who we would revisit in every season and continue that adventure. So, not only are they talking about multiple seasons of of What If, which Mm -hmm. I didn't see that coming. You know, again, this is probably old news, but um, but that like there some of the characters we're going to see again and again. And I think Captain Carter, honestly, with it being in the first episode, has been I think one of the one of the more premier. Yeah, I would characters. agree. Mm-hmm. And like one that probably audiences want to see more of. And so, um, so yeah, whether we get that this season or next season is a little unclear from that quote, but um, the the trailer would suggest that, like, I don't know if there's just, it's hard to tell just from watching the trailer if we're seeing stuff that we've already seen in a previous episode cause I can't remember every line, every, yeah, <laughs> every for shot. Sure. Um, or if it's like cutting room floor stuff, like stuff that didn't make it into the show that they just put in the trailer or if it's like legitimately stuff that we're about to see in the last few episodes. Yeah. So, um,
0: I think there was watching the trailer. There were definitely probably like maybe 75% of it. I think we've seen, but I feel like there yeah. were a couple things here and there that we haven't
1: seen yet. Yeah, there were definitely some some stuff in there that we've we've already seen, and I I think some people were probably watching it going like, oh look at all this new footage footage for the second half. It's like no, I, most of it is first like first yep. half footage. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, there are definitely a couple shots in there that I didn't recognize. Like there's like the Avengers spinning around thing, mm-hmm. and like Captain Carter is in that in that circle, like you know, yep. um, battle of the New York type stuff. So. I you know who knows if that's just like a quick clip and we don't actually see her talk at all mm-hmm. in the episode or um if she's like a, a more prominent character in the episode but yeah I'm I'm down for this like I I don't think they they can never return to a universe that they've showed yeah. us before like I you know if they want to show us more I feel like stories, there's no rules no really for this yeah I mean you could I mean with the exception of like one of the um one of the episodes has the, it's the Dr. Strange one where like the universe literally implodes on itself yep. at the end. But like barring, like it's a catastrophic nature of like the universe just ending. I, I don't see why they couldn't come back to any of these mm-hmm. um, stories. So even the more tragic ones, the ones that end, end in, end in kind of disaster with everyone dying and stuff yeah. like that. Like I, they could still tell stories. There's still characters left in that universe. So um, yeah, Captain Carter's probably one. Is there another one that you'd want to see? Mm. like a sequel to i mean i don't know i feel like
0: i want to see after this last one with killmonger i feel like you could see more coming from that one yeah yeah and just that storyline in general
1: yeah definitely yeah we'll get there in a little bit but yeah i had definitely have some thoughts on um there's, it's a fairly small microcosm story. Like it's, it's a, mm-hmm. uh, even though it involves the whole globe, it's not, there are you don't see a lot of characters in the, yeah. in the episode. So there's a lot more to tell, like where, where, are all these other heroes doing at this time, you know, that they could tell more of. Um, and I, th- I think a couple of the other episodes are, are like that too. Um, I don't know that we see more zombies. I, I feel like that was maybe, again, we'll get there in a little bit. You would or, think so. But I, because of everything that happens in the zombies, episode like i don't know that there's i mean there is more story that they could tell but like they i mean spoiler but there's like a lot of characters that get killed off in that yeah. episode
0: so but i mean the last scene with the
1: thanos zombie you never know yeah that's true i several of them have like final shots that, are, that definitely like go like i mean i think it's one of two things They're, they do some kind of final teaser shot just mm-hmm. to be like Oh like let your mind go and like fill in the rest you know or it's like literally saying no we're coming back like yeah. this is just like part 1 of a two part story or whatever so but yeah um it looks like they're planning on doing a second nine episode season as early as next year like we'll just yeah. get more what if maybe in the fall of next year so
0: and i mean i assume it probably doesn't take super long to finish these episodes really
1: no it's mostly animation i mean they have to do the voice work, but a, yeah. a lot of the voice work isn't even from the original actors. Um, so I'll complain about, about that <laughs> here in a little bit, but, um, yeah, it's, it's clearly like, I mean, honestly, I don't know how they're doing it these days, but like a lot of the times the voice actors may not even have to come into a studio. Like they, yeah. a lot of them, a lot of these guys have like professional grade studios at their houses, mm-hmm. like that they can just record and just send in like, here you go. Here's, here's me doing five takes of this line or whatever. Uh, choose, choose the one that you like. So yeah, it, it, I don't think it would take a lot to do a second season for, for next year. So mostly just animators. All right, uh, kind of a shorter uh, news segment, but yeah, that that was kind of like the biggest stuff I could find. Yeah. So. Um. All right, well, we're gonna get into uh, what if episodes five and six, we'll do it, take them in, in order. Uh, do five first, which is the zombies episode. And then uh, episode six is the Killmonger episode. Um, if you've not seen either of these, we are going to do full spoilers on both of the episodes. Uh, we will let you know when we're transitioning into six. If you've only seen five or whatever, so you know, don't be afraid to hang with us as long as you you know don't want to get spoiled or have already seen the content. So, uh, so first, we're we're gonna jump in right now to uh, episode five, which is titled "What If Dot 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 Zombies." Uh, very uh, on the nose title there. Yeah. Um, General thoughts on, on this episode, Grant. Um, I mean
0: it definitely wasn't my favorite episode that they've had because I'm not a huge zombie fan to okay. begin with. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people enjoy like The Walking Dead and stuff like that, or like the zombies mode on Call of Duty. But I'm not a huge zombies fan to begin with. I mean, I enjoy the game Plants vs. Zombies, but other than that, it's kind of just like a hard pass for me. So, from the start of this, I would just say it was an okay episode. I mean, there were some stuff where um, we finally get to see Hope, which I yeah. I wasn't sure with the previous episode if we would ever get to that point, so... I guess that was cool. Um and then we get to see Scarlet Witch. That's pretty cool in zombie form. Yeah. And she's of course still super powerful. Yeah. So that was unique and we get to see the Vision as well. So There yeah. are a lot of characters in this yeah. one. So, I mean, as far as like the voice actors, you get a lot of the old school characters. So there's a lot of lore to that. But as far as, like, what happened in the episode, it was kind of just like, eh, it was okay.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot of story to be had, uh, for sure. That that was... That was one of my only negatives, really. Um, I definitely like this episode more than you did, um, but I am into zombie stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't make it a point to watch everything zombie, but um, for a lot of people, zombie stuff has just gotten tired and done. Like they're like, I'm so done with zombie stuff. Yeah. Like there's been a lot of it over the years. I'm still kind of in the mode of like. I'm I'm still jiving with it, like I I, st- I still like it. Like if there's something that's in- of interest, you know, I couldn't wait for Zombieland Two to come out, and a lot of people just didn't even care to see that movie. So yeah. I, I guess I would say I'm more into zombies than than most. Um, I was very intrigued to see what they would do with this episode because even though I haven't read any of the What If comics, mm-hmm. the What If Zombies comic books are very popular. Like they're they're maybe the most sold um, What If comics ever. Okay, um, just because. It's so out of left field. Like, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, you want to like a departure from like your normal Marvel pages, and it's, this is it. <laughs> like, so, um, I was very interested to see what they would do with it. And I think they did it just right as far as like, again, we've talked about this several times. They have 35 minutes to do mm-hmm. whatever. So, like, I, I, I my, I'm actually more. I think I'm enjoying more the episodes that don't try to say a lot. Like they just uh, give me the premise and then just let me enjoy some action, you know, some fun little character moments and that's really all you get from this episode. So I liked that a lot. Um, I think what's, I want to talk philosophical level first and then Mm -hmm. we can get into the, (laughs) but I think the idea of zom super powered zombies is very unique Mm-hmm. And something that we've almost never seen before ever. I I can't think of another property. They're probably someone is going to listen and go. Well, actually, back in 1977. Yeah. I, I, I can't think of a property that has done this already. Um. You know. Obviously, we've had them in the comics, but as, as far as like on screen. Super. The idea of super powered zombies, zombies that are you know brains, you know that yeah, kind of thing, sure. but also can fly, mm-hmm. or also have superhuman Hulk level strength, or um, you know to get in big spoiler at the end, like can get to like the size of a building, like a building size zombie, like that stuff that you can, you can. I I I finished watching it with my coworkers, and on our lunch break and I I just turned to them and I was just like, who else can do that? Mm-hmm. Like who? What other property? Walking Dead can never do this because it doesn't make sense in that world. Yeah, for and sure. So like, yeah, the fact that like Earth's Mightiest Heroes have become Earth's Mightiest Threat mm-hmm. is actually like a really cool premise, and I think they did a pretty good job with like kind of showing you like why it was so impactful. Like the the like Patient Zero is like a mutant. It starts with Hope, right? I think. She she goes to the um nano nanoverse or microverse or whatever it's called, and her mom. Oh no! Okay, so it's her mom comes back. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're right. So Janet.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Something like that.
1: Janet Van Dyne, I think. No, Janet Pym, whatever. Yeah. Janet Jan- Pym. Okay, Janet Pym uh, comes uh, comes back from microverse or nanoverse, whatever it's called, and and has like contracted some kind of like zombie virus or mm-hmm. whatever. And it comes back into like their like, you know, full size world. And then just start, it's just, you know, she bites and it just starts spreading from there. And I think that's, that's really cool. Like, like it actually kind of explains how a virus could get out very quickly Mm -hmm. because uh, it's the person that is holding it is kind of unstoppable, (laughs) like has abilities that most people don't have. So anyway, So that was like the philosophical level. I I just think, and that's more about just even the comics, like just in general, I think it's a really neat premise. Um, What were some of your um, most intriguing, like most interesting like scenes or little snippets or characters?
0: I would say one of my favorite scenes is probably in the train station.
1: Yeah, Grand Central, I think.
0: Yep, with Spider-Man and all that. I thought that was very unique and um, you get a lot of good action scenes in that scene so that's probably one of my go-to ones and then um other than that there just wasn't a whole lot that stuck out to me yeah um
1: was grand central where we got the blam blam yeah part with happy i thought that was pretty funny
0: yeah Um, i I thought it was cool to finally see happy in it and i mean it's kind of ironic because happy it's kind of in back-to-back episodes that we're talking about, oh, so yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of unique.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's actually John Favreau, like yep. voice, lending his voice. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I liked it because he's he's like as a non-zombie, he's going in and he's like blam, blam, like every time he's like sh- mm-hmm. shooting a zombie, right? And then like he goes into the tunnel or whatever and comes out a zombie, and like his zombie version of himself is like blam, blam, <laughs> blam, like as as, as it's yeah. like attacking people. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, is it? I let's see. I just pulled up the cast list. Um, is it actually Tom Holland?
0: It sounds exactly like him.
1: If it's not, okay, I agree with you. I just looked it up. It is not him. Mm-hmm. But no, the guy that plays him deserves an award. Like yeah. he sounds exactly like Tom Holland. Um, I, I guess you can argue that Tom Holland has like you know an easy you know voice to do or yeah. whatever. But um, yeah, no, it is the cast list is actually is actually pretty full. Like it's, it's actually Mark Ruffalo, um, Chadwick Boseman, Paul Bettany, Ev- Evangeline Lilly, Bucky Stan. Yeah. Sebastian Stan, okay. um, uh, Paul Rudd, like John Favreau, D- uh, D- Danae Guerrero is, uh, is the woman who plays Okoye in, yeah. in the movies. Like it's actually her. So like they, they actually had like a pretty good list of mm-hmm. like actual actors for this one. um, albeit they have like you know really small um number of lines that they have to utter and stuff like that but um yeah i, I thought there was actually a pretty good showing of of uh various characters yeah so um but yeah no i th- I the guy that did spider-man i think he was really funny and he talks about he's he, he's written it it's very zombie land i have you ever se- you probably haven't seen zombie land i've seen the first the one. first one okay so like you know, like in that movie, it's like, you know, here are the rules for like surviving mm-hmm. yeah. whatever. So when he brought out his book, how to survive the zombie apocalypse, it was like, they immediately triggered Zombieland for mm-hmm. me. Um, so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, that, that final scene with hope getting big, like, did that do it for you? It was, yeah. I mean, that was
0: all right, but I mean, I don't know. It just was all right, I guess.
1: Yeah. I, when she came back as a zombie, I was like, okay, that's like the, the easiest setup ever. Like, yeah, <laughs> she's literally uh, is already bit when they're in the train. They arrive at the, you know, the big uh, lab or whatever mm-hmm. at the end, and um, there's just like I, an impossible number of, I have, like three thousand zombies, like in between them and in yeah. the lab. They're like, we'll never get through all these all these guys, and she's like, she's like, well, I'll sacrifice myself, so I'm going out anyways, mm-hmm. and so she goes super big. And I was like cool, but what's going to happen in, like, like, 30 minutes? Like, are you going to, like, yeah. downsize yourself and, like, take off the suit before you, like, go full zombie or not? And obviously she doesn't. I mean, like, it was, like, easiest. Yeah. Like, I knew that was going to happen. But, so. I
0: mean, all in all, I would say I liked the second one that we're going to discuss a whole lot better than this one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think this one was more um, just kind of I, – I really feel like this episode was just, like – let's just be dumb for an episode. Like let's not give them anything. We literally just came off of like one of the bigger thinker episodes. It wasn't actually one of my favorite ones, but um, the Dr. Strange episode was kind of like a big, like, whoa, like try to wrap your brain around this. Mm -hmm. And then like, I think it was just, it made so much sense to go into um, just zombies eating, eating brains. Yeah. (laughs) No pun intended, but like eating brains and just like, attacking in hordes and you know how how do the good heroes combat combat zombies how do the zombie or the how do the heroes that have been turned into zombies attack with their power you know we see like zombie hawkeye zombie falcon like you know what what if zombies had these abilities um Mm -hmm. and obviously become much more formidable i think that is one of the people's biggest problems with zombie films is that unless they make them like fast zombies like world war z or something like that they're very easy to kill like I you know I just I just talked about how I would be terrible in a zombie apocalypse because they're only powerful in groups like if if there's like five that attack you at once it's like okay well I can fight off one of them with a a mallet or something like that but like you know five attack me all at once one of them is going to bite my arm you know and so um, so yeah I I think it's it's neat to see zombies like even one zombie could be like really really dangerous because Mm -hmm. it's Falcon or whatever yeah so
0: so But I feel like this episode in general was more just to that group that loved the What If Zombies comic book series to begin with. This is kind of their tribute to that. So, I mean, I feel like they knew that this wasn't going to be a hit with everyone. Yeah. But they knew they had to... And... I mean, you weren't very surprised whenever we found out that they were going to have a What If zombie episode.
1: Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I when when they announced What If, like I think a lot of people, especially comic book fans, just their mind immediately went to, "Okay, we're getting zombies." Like like that is definitely coming at some point. Um, so yeah, it, it did feel I, I agree with you. It felt kind of like we have to do this. Like there's not an option for us yeah. to to skip it. So, um, but yeah, um, but I, I liked that really the only impactful kind of story beat in this episode for me was that the vision was like harvesting zombies to feed to Wanda. Mm-hmm. Like, um, that was the impression that I got was kind of when he was explaining it was like, um, cause they were like, cause they get to the lab and the zombies can't enter. They literally can't enter the lab. Like the doors open, but they're not coming in. And I, I was like, okay, well this is kind of interesting. I, I'm not seen this before in a zombie type thing. And it's because of the mind stone can mm-hmm. like keep them at bay. Yeah, Um, they're afraid of it or whatever. And, and so you're like, okay, but, but why, like, why, like, why are they trying to get in or, or why, why is vision keeping them around? And then mm-hmm. you find out pretty quickly that he's got Wanda, um, who's been zombified. Obviously, as we said earlier, that is like hungry yeah. <laughs> all the time. And he, is trying to keep her like segregated but also alive. Like he was trying to keep her alive, so mm-hmm. he's feeding zombies like other no, yeah, other zombies to her, right?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Or
1: no, he's no, zombies don't eat, eat other zombies. He's
0: trying to attract humans.
1: Oh, to it uh, to try to get the cure. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I think so. Okay, no, that's right. Yeah, so like he's yeah, he's waiting for humans to come and he basically he's like Cause
0: a, he sent out like a beacon.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. They were like, "Well, why is the, the beacon on?" So yeah, he's basically like a fly trap. Like he's mm-hmm. he's waiting for them to come in, um, and then like you know feeding them to to Wanda, which I think is I think that's that's intriguing. Um, again, something that's kind of unique. So, um, uh, we do get to hear Chadwick Boseman again in yeah. this episode. Um, which now I'm like, how many episodes is he going to be in? Like I I we got when. When it first started, we're like, oh, we can't wait to hear the one Chadwick Bozeman episode. Like, it'd be so cool to hear Chadwick one more time. And then now he's been in this episode. He's also in the, the next episode that we're going to talk about. And then uh, the rumor is he's in another one. Like, yeah. like he's going to be in four total um, over the course of season one. Okay. So I don't know if they have him come back for season two. I You'd think that they would probably just go ahead and burn through everything they had with him. But. You would think. I, I don't know. Maybe we will see him next next season. My guess is that this is it, but we've definitely gotten a lot of, like Chadwick did a lot of voiceover for this show. Yeah. Um, maybe more I, than... I mean,
0: it's not <laughs> the realm of possibilities since it's just an animated show.
1: Yeah. But no, it's been fun to, to see him come back. He doesn't have a ton of lines in mm-hmm. this one, but he is one of the few people that make it alive at yeah. the end. Like, it's him, um, Spider-Man, and... Um, Ant Man is ahead, yep. <laughs> which I did you like that? The Paul, that, Re- that Paul Red kinda stuff that was kind of unique, and then <laughs> uh,
0: I guess you could say Hulk probably survives too, yeah. You would assume, yeah, because it doesn't really look like the zombies have any effect on him,
1: yeah. He, I mean, he turns, he has trouble turning into Hulk the entire episode. Yep. Obviously, you know, he's going to at some point, he does it at the very end, and then goes charging and he fights Wanda, which is really cool, like a cool scene. There's zombies mm-hmm. all around him, it's a Cool set piece, but yeah, with Hulk's skin being the way it is, like you wouldn't think that they'd be able to penetrate yeah. his skin at all. So yeah, I would think he he probably survives as well. But um, yeah, they get the the cure or whatever, and then mm-hmm. and then get out of get out of dodge. But yeah, it is uh, is it, oh this yeah this might, might, I guess it could be the last thing we say about it. Um, this episode was gruesome. Like i graphically, like yeah. I, there are several episodes. I definitely wouldn't let my daughter watch for years to come. Uh, this would be definitely the, the last <laughs> one on the list. Like at one point, one of the, is this, Oh, so you're going to show it to her first, Phil. No, is that what you're saying? No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, one of the, it's one of the zombie characters. I it's maybe cap, um, cap gets severed in half, like from, from the shield. Like, um, Bucky kills him. Yep. Um, then there's earlier, early on in the episode, was it maybe zombified Iron Man? One of the characters gets decapitated, mm-hmm. like literally just head and one of completely them gets cut gets split in two,
0: yeah, like right down the middle.
1: I thought I thought that was capped. Doesn't he? Get- well, he
0: gets uh, the top half from the. But one gets completely split
1: right down the middle. Okay. This is an audio podcast, but Grant's like vertically, like like severing like half of his face from the other side down, down, like down his whole body. Yeah. Just a a split right there. So I guess
0: there's a horizontal severing (laughs) (laughs) and a vertical one.
1: (laughs) And vertical. Um, No, it's, I mean, it's zombies, so you can get away with. they could never do that. Like if it was like a human character, I mean, they could, I guess, but it it would be, that would be considered more graphic. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. But it's a zombie. So it's like, okay, it's not really human anymore. Like we can kind of get away with stuff. So because of that, it's, it's definitely very, the violence is very, very graphic in this one. Um, so, but that was as an adult, that was fun. Like Mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed seeing the, the more graphic violence in this one. So, um, yeah. And then zombie Thanos at the end with the gauntlet, what could possibly go wrong?
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: So, yeah. Will the
0: zombie apocalypse ever end?
1: <laughs> now that we know that there are sequels to episodes, I almost wonder if they don't come back again. Talking about how like central to what if zombie the zombie stuff has been, I almost wonder if they don't continue it. It's zombie Thanos versus
0: oh probably come versus
1: the cure. Like yeah, I I could see episode five of season two being a continuation of this story mm-hmm. where. They are trying to get the cure out to the world, but yeah. ha- they have to combat Th- Thanos, Z- zombie Thanos in the in the meantime. So, um, or half of the zombies disappear. <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do with the the gauntlet. But so, all right, uh, we're we're gonna dive into episode six at this point. If you've not seen episode six, obviously we're doing full spoilers for that. Uh, this is the uh, Killmonger. Uh, episode that's right in the title. I'm not spoiling anything yet. Uh, what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? Uh, so if you've not seen this episode, you have been warned. Uh, we're going to go into full spoilers at this point for What If Episode Six. Um, so like most of these, like most of these episodes, there's like one central thing that changes, and then everything kind of unravels from there. So it's right there in the title. Obviously, this is Iron Man One. Um, Tony's going through the desert in that. Humvee or whatever yep. it is, and um, in in the movie he just goes right into captivity from that, right? Don't they capture him? Yeah, they s-
0: blow it up and then take him into captivity. Okay,
1: so because he, he
0: sees the missile and then goes into captivity. Yeah.
1: Okay. Right. 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 Okay. So in this one, obviously, instead of all of that, those events happening, he never goes into captivity. Killmonger shows up out of nowhere and. Saves his life yep. and then everything changes from there. So, um, general thoughts on, on this episode?
0: Um, yeah, I would say this is probably one of my more to the upper tier of favorites in this one. Um, because I enjoy Iron Man and I also enjoy mm. uh Black Panther as well. Yeah, and I like the Killmonger character. Um, I also. Like that, they brought Andy Circus back, yeah. As well,
1: he's so good in this too. Yeah,
0: and so it was just a very unique episode where it felt like, because I mean, when they're getting the vibranium, that's definitely pretty close to out of the Black Panther movie. So it's almost like they kind of combined the first Iron Man with Black Panther, which I found that very intriguing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was that was a mashup that I was not expecting. Mm-hmm. Like it's such an old movie com, you know combined with a new movie. There's a decade of films that separate those two films. So um but yeah, no it was cool to to see him in that. Um so in in this one there's also stuff that's different fr- from before as, yep. too cuz like he's a member of like the US military like mm-hmm. um when he shows up it, it seems like oh like this guy the superhero just came out of nowhere and saved, but it's like no it's revealed that he's actually with he's working yeah. with the military. Um and they think they like they do several teases throughout the episode of like, oh now that he's gonna be outed as a villain. Now he's gonna but it never happens. And one of the first ones is when they do the iron I am Iron Man, you know, press conference thing, instead of him coming out and saying, I am Iron Man, he says, Here's the guy who saved my life and it's all about Killmonger, right? Yeah. And uh or Eric or whatever his name is, and they um basically go into like they're, it looks like they're gonna reveal him as the bad guy. Like, well, how did you know about the strike? Like, you just, you, the rest of your team was like 400 clicks away. Like, how did you, how did you happen to be in the right place at the right time? You know, they're trying to like press him on it. And he's like, well, you know, it's because I've had intel and from the Ten Rings or whatever, mm-hmm. and which you know that phrase came back. But uh, Ten Rings, you know, I've been infiltrating their intel and got the knowledge, and then you know came over here and, and you know and obviously you know, double agent was able to save his life. So, but then they keep coming back around like, okay, you know, th- now this person knows, now he's dead. Yeah. Now this person knows, now that person's <laughs> dead. Like they just kept like hiding the fact that he was a bad guy until, you know, the very, very end. So, um, yeah, what What are some of your your more favorite moments from this one? Um, like I already said,
0: I really like the scene with uh, Andy Circus. I can't remember it. What's the character's name? Claw? Um, It's like Ulysses Claw? Yeah. Um, I really liked that scene where they uh, go and get the vibranium. And um, that's kind of another scene where you think that, oh, Killmonger's really going to be revealed as the bad guy. But then he ends up killing uh, Iron Patriot.
1: um, Oh, yeah. Um, Rhodes. Rhodey. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, I mean, that whole scene is just fantastic. And of course, like, um, the uh, when they're building all the robots, it kind of gives you kind of like flashbacks, kind of when Banner and Tony worked on like building Ultron. So it kind of gave you those vibes. Um, oh yeah, I didn't so, even think about that. So that was pretty cool as well.
1: Huh? No, that's a, that's a good pull. I I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but that, that's really good. Um, yeah, I it's a it's Tony is like more backseat. Kind, of, I mean, mm-hmm. he's the mastermind behind the mechanics of it, like putting together. But like the design and the the idea, like the whole like thesis, doctoral thesis, like all that came from Killmonger. Which yep. I was like, that's cool. Like it's not, it's kind of fun to see Tony take a more subservient role. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, you, you saved my life. Can I do something to help you out? Type of thing. Um, so yeah, uh, I thought that was, yeah, that was a cool scene when they were kind of putting it together. It's, I, I had to laugh, chuckle a little bit when, when Tony was talking about Gund- Gundam, <laughs> cause it, yep. I mean, it, I, I didn't even know really what a Gundam was until like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I was talking to a coworker about it because he, he built like a, a, Gundam model, like, you know, for okay. his desk. Yep. I was like, tell me about Gundam. I have no idea what this is. And he kind of went into it, but it is just straight up Gundam. <laughs> You know, style uh, thing. But I, I, what's ne- what's unique about this versus like Iron Man three is that these um, these are you know obviously born to kill. Like they're the robots are obviously you know huge things mm-hmm. that are basically only used to be used in war, like wartime type yeah. of thing. So it is kind of the super soldier serum type idea, but with you know animatronic mm-hmm. robots. So yeah. Um, we get full Wakanda in this man. Yeah. Like I, I, I didn't know that how far this would go, like with the the Killmonger connection. But yep. it goes all the way. Like we get all the way to Wakanda.
0: Yeah. And um I thought it was very unique to see T'Challa's mom basically being like the leader of the soldiers. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um but yeah, it was it was a phenomenal episode. I feel like there was plenty of action in it, and um, it kind of took you all over the place, which was really cool as well.
1: Yeah. yeah I no- mean,
0: we went like four different places in 30 minutes, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because it starts out in Afghanistan, then it's obviously in the U.S., and then um, we end up in Wakanda, and there's probably something else in the mi- middle there too, but oh, well, yeah, because they have to go get the vibranium. Yep. Um. So, yeah, it's all it's all over the place um yeah claw claw was a, a character i don't know that i thought we'd ever see yeah in season one of what if like that was a that was a, a deep cut pull um it makes sense because they're going for vibranium mm-hmm. so it makes sense that they would go to him to, to get it yeah. um i thought one one funny line was when um they were building the the ro- the first robot i think and the and they're they're like, Iron Man's trying to come up with like, what what could be like the engine to drive this? He's like, I guess we can miniaturize an arc reactor. Now that's a dumb idea. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, you just kind of laugh at that. And he's like, well maybe, and then I think it's a This is like, well maybe vibranium. And it, it really, the, the whole plot, like going back, watching it a second time, which I haven't done, like you would realize like, he's masterminding this whole thing. Like mm-hmm. he's setting up like claw. He's setting up. Yeah. Well, like his goal is to get all the way into, to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Like, cause the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, what is this guy's motive? Like, why is he doing all this? And you don't realize until the very, very end that it's like, I want to work my way into Wakanda, get back into their good graces and basically just kind of like, and take, become take the over. next black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. just kind of take over the whole, the whole thing. Like you could see him being the next, um, the next king of Wakanda yeah. type of thing. So um, yeah, when he showed up at the, at Wakanda, I was like, I, like they were obviously very suspicious. Um, you know, more than one person was kind of looking at him with a side eye, but mm-hmm. he came in and to, you know, T'Chaka is like the biggest one that's, that kind of gives him his s- seal of approval. Yeah. Like, you know, nephew, please, please come in. You know, I welcome, welcome you to Wakanda. And from there, just kind of all the trust kind of just builds and builds and builds. Yeah. And his mom T'Challa, or his aunts, I guess. T'Challa's mom, um, you know, comes to trust him, like, during the battle and stuff like that. So, like, you know, one by one, they kind of, all, all the dominoes kind of fall. Uh, except for T'Challa's sister, which I always forget her name. Um, do you happen to know it? I don't even know that they mention oh, it. Oh, what's her name? She's, she's great, by the way. Like, I love this actress, and I'm... It's it, not your...
0: No, I don't know her name. Is. I don't
1: remember either. Um, but... Like I, I really like her from like live action. She's mm-hmm. obviously. I, I think that's not saying anything. I think most people that have seen Black Panther and and anything else she's been in, she's just like a really likable character. Um, but I love that she's like the one holdout that doesn't completely buy everything that that Killmonger is selling, and then yeah. eventually at the end uses Jarvis to like, you know, basically. Retroactively, like get all the information, mm-hmm. find out you know out him as a villain, and then she gets to show Pepper Potts at the end. Everything she knows, you know, don't trust this guy. So, yeah.
0: I'm looking at what her name is. Hold on one second.
1: Yeah, I want to give her credit because she, she's like, she's actually like, she's very young, but she's like really a phenomenal actor. Like, I I would like to see more of her in. I we're gonna get more of her in Black Panther too, I'm sure. But um, yeah, she's really cool. She's like the. She, you know, Shuri. Shuri. Okay. Yes. That's right. Yeah. I love her. um She when she's talking to Pepper at the very end, she describes herself, and I, I love the way that she describes it. She's she's like, you know, T- Tony's not the only like you know intelligent person mm-hmm. in the world. Like like she's basically saying like I'm on I'm on the level of of Tony Stark. Yeah. And that was like kind of the first moment where I was like. No, she is. Like, she really is. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, like from Black Panther and, and the the uh, Infinity War, like, she is responsible for all the tech, like, almost all the tech that Wakanda is using, and, like, she's the mastermind behind, like, all of their intel and intelligence that they have at their forces. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, it was really cool to see her kind of take... She's not, like, a central central role in this episode, but she, but she, comes, she, come, she becomes very prominent in that final mm-hmm. shot. So... Yeah, that was that was pretty cool to watch. This is one I'd like to see a sequel of. Like I you know we kind of teased it earlier like you know so many people die, so many good guys die yeah. and you know come obviously like you know being the one to find to find Wakanda, like this hidden city mm-hmm. and then like revealing it to the world and stuff like that. So, you know there's a lot of things that have already happened in the movies that happen in this very quickly in this episode, but I think there's still a lot more you, you could tell about, you know, the response. Like what what yeah. what, it, what it hear is now that heroes, superheroes have known that this guy is who he, you know, who he said he wasn't, um, and he's like this big force to be reckoned with. How do you take on him and the entire Wakandan army? Yeah, like I think I think they could definitely do an episode two on this, you know, with Pepper and Shuri at the at the kind of helm of, you know, intelligence of like moving the army mm-hmm. forward and stuff like that. Um, I I think some more in this universe would be yeah, pretty would, fun.
0: I would assume you'll probably get another one sooner or later.
1: Um, we get Chadwick just we see him just a second ago, but we get Chadwick just for like two minutes. Maybe he doesn't say a lot in this one, but uh he shows up to to deal with Killmonger in the in the lab. Like, yeah, there's like a the alarm goes off, the doors shut down. And they're like we're under attack. Oh
0: yeah, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, and it's actually Black Panther. Like it's actually Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa shows up, and in, he gets in the his suit. butt kicked. Yeah, he gets he gets worked over, and then the. Come After like knocking, I think he just knocks him out. But um, after knocking him out, he he pulls the sleeves off of him and basically doesn't take the whole suit. But like he kind of becomes Black Panther in the sense that he has the claws. Yep. And then uh, ends up killing um, Claw after that. Yep. Which makes it look like Black Panther did it, and you know, spins a whole lot of other things in motion. But yeah, um, trying to look through and see if there's anything else that's. Of interest. oh, I thought the um, so like Killmonger goes in as a supposed ally, yeah, at, at first. And he's like, He's like, you know, um, does he blame it on Tony? He says, Like, or the military, the he, US military, yeah, he's like, They're coming in with these robots that they made, and I don't know how they made them, or blah blah blah. Like, he's he's lying to them in a, a yeah. lot of ways, but he's like, But I, I have some intel, I you know, I have some knowledge of like how they work. And it's this hive mind kind of thing, which makes him really powerful. But we have this like awesome shield that we can drop. And like, he's like, he doesn't explain. I mean, it's a little fishy. They don't have a lot of time to discuss it, but like <laughs> it's a little fishy how he knows all this. But like, he's like, if we drop that shield, it's it's going to cut off communication with them and we'll be able to defeat them easily. Well, it works even quote better than he thought where like they drop the shield and they go completely offline. Like the military loses all yeah. connection. I thought that was kind of a neat uh, th- thing that the that the uh, what do they call it? It's like I keep saying shield, but it's like a um.
0: It basically is a shield. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember
1: what the, the phrase that they use, but um, they it's something uh, for shield, I think is what they call it, but yeah, it's it's something that I didn't know that it could do, which is it, it which it makes sense because like they can't they're not detecting anything like electronic, mm-hmm. like it has to more than just shields visually the city of what, you know, this uh, Wakandan capital. Um, but I had never thought it through that much. And so like, it was cool just to see how like, Oh wow. Like it completely disrupts all communication. Yeah. That was of it, unique so. for sure. Yeah. That was fun. And then come on like activates them with his little garage door opener. Yeah. <laughs> and then they end up having to fight him. Um, I have one last thought. And if you have one last thought, that's fine too. Um, I I didn't get teary-eyed or anything, but uh, they're, t- t- so T'Challa dies. And, well, they, they assume he's dead. I, I think he probably is dead. Um, and as they're going into battle, they're doing the Wakanda Forever, you know, that we've heard that before. They're also saying this other phrase. Um, it's like an African phrase. I can't remember how, how it sounds. They're doing that over and over again. But then at one point, his mom tears up. She actually has a tear like going down her cheek and she's she shouts, for T'Challa! And they go in, like, charging and stuff like that. And, again, I didn't get, like, super emotional, but I was like, ah! Like, <laughs> we we lost Chadwick Boseman in real life. And, yeah. like, this is, like, this, uh, I know that's probably not what they were saying. Maybe they were, but, like, I got the sense of, like, this episode is for T'Challa. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, it's for Chadwick, you know? So... They didn't, at the end of the episode, they didn't, I don't think they had like a, no. you know, dedication, yeah. dedicated to Chadwick Boseman.
0: Like they did in the second episode. Yeah. yeah and we probably won't get another one besides the one we got in episode two.
1: Yeah. They've already done it. So it doesn't make sense to do it again. But yeah, I, I, I just, I did like that part, that one line. Cause yes. I was just like, ah, oh, that's, that's cool. Like mm-hmm. they got, got kind of got to in, in an animated form, they got to kind of pay homage to, to Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you have any last love? No, episode? not really. Cool. Well, um, I think there's three episodes. Yep, left? three episodes left. Seven, eight, nine. Um I think so Grant and I kind of talked about it before we started recording. I think we've been doing every other episode of our show reviewing what if, but I think we're gonna change that up for the last three. So, like next week, we're going to talk about episode seven. Mm-hmm. The following week, episode eight, and the following week, episode nine. So every every episode of our show will cover the last three episodes of What If. The reason we want to do that is there are other things we want to talk about. So we're going to try to like double up a little bit, and we didn't want a situation where we have to talk about like seven, eight, nine, and a movie or something like you know have like a two and a half hour marathon episode. So yeah, so next week we're gonna we are going to cover episode seven of What If. So tune in for that. Um, make sure you you've watched the episode this week. And then we're also going to watch a movie, we'll say now and then also later, but The Sandlot. Yep. uh, Was Grant's The original. Which that's a great choice, man. I I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Yeah,
0: it's a great movie for sure.
1: I remember loving that movie. Yeah, it's a classic. 1993, I think, is when it came out. I was, if it was in the summer, I was almost 14. So I was like the perfect age
0: to. I feel like we've done a lot of 1993
1: classics. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But
0: I mean,. It must have been a good year for Fox.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, Fox and and Disney, but yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm I'm super excited to come back to that. But with its, with the Sandlot discussion being what it is, you know, twenty or thirty minutes, whatever. Yeah. Like, well, we'll do episode seven and the Sandlot next week, and then we'll do episode eight and surprise. Mm-hmm. Like, we're still kind of working on the details, but um, that's that's kind of the plan going going forward for the final three episodes of What If. Um, all right. Um, this is clearly going to be a shorter episode and yeah. that's fine. I, like, I, we've done the two hour episodes recently and I like when I saw the rundown and kind of, you know, slow news week and the what if episodes are, you know, kind of shorter deals and shorter discussions. And then, um, I'm assuming that I don't think we've any of either one of us have watched anything else in no. Disney plus. So the, the next segment that we usually do is what else are you watching on Disney plus? It's a big fat zero <laughs> for both yeah. of us. It's been a very busy week for me and I know Grant's just eternally busy and, football mm-hmm. season uh, since he coaches at, at school but um i still have not gone back to like the um uh, uh the star wars ride um
0: oh uh behind the attraction yeah behind the attraction episode star Tours.
1: yeah i still haven't finished i need to go back and, and watch that um i was actually getting, not disney plus but i was actually going to watch the 9-11 uh special documentary special that literally yeah. just came out on hulu which if you have disney plus you might also have hulu um but uh, didn't have time to watch that either. So, yeah, it's been it's been uh, kind of crazy times this this last week. I, I play in a band, and we had a, a big gig and practice for that, and it's just been a lot of stuff going on. So I'm going to try to catch up and, and watch some additional stuff um, uh, this next week. One of the things I was going to watch this last week was that new Spark Short that Pixar came out with. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Nona. Nona.
1: And I did not watch it, but my daughter did. Okay. Um, but, like, I, I – like I can't really say I've watched it because I was like in and out of the living room as, yeah. as she as she was watching it. Uh, she seemed to enjoy it, but I didn't hear her laughing or anything like that. So like, I, I don't know that it was really for her. But yeah, um, or it just was a serious short, I guess. But um, anyway, so so that's that. That's all we know for this week. Um, we're going to get into our last segment, which is uh, what is coming, or what's new on Disney Plus this week. And so uh, we'll do that here and then we'll we'll wrap things up a little early today um so this is for wednesday obviously disney's doing a lot more uh wednesday drops than you know just the the previous model of just friday only um this is arguably one of the biggest ones they've had in a while i don't think it's something that grant's gonna watch but uh it is something i'm very excited about um you know long long uh, grant is a young star wars fan like meaning You've only gotten really gotten into Star Wars recently. I know you you'd watch some of the movies when you were a kid, but yeah, yeah. I don't think you'd seen everything Star Wars until until recently.
0: Mm. Is that true? I mean, I hadn't seen Solo, and that's
1: about it. Okay, I so mean, I'd
0: I'd seen all the movies. I just don't watch the cartoon stuff.
1: Okay, okay. I I guess we haven't really talked talked about this in this way. Like, so you grew up with Star Wars, but it's not been like yeah. um, a love of yours, like, yeah. Okay, because like when I was growing up, I watched like the original, mm-hmm. tril- I'm much older than you, but I, I watched the original trilogy like 30 times a piece, okay. like I, yep. they, it was like one of those things where like. I mean,
0: I had seen, like growing up, I grew up with the second trilogy, so I've probably seen each of those like six or seven times. Okay,
1: there you go. So that, uh, yeah, every generation has like a different Star yep. Wars, and so you yeah, your Star Wars is clearly the the original trilogy, or the prequel tri- trilogy. Um, yeah, for me it's the the original trilogy, but I really really like the um, the Ray um, yep. trilogy as mm-hmm. well. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm a long time Star Wars fan. So, all that to say, this Wednesday we're getting new Star Wars. It's very different uh, than what you're typically expecting, but um, we've kind of teased it a little bit on on uh, like news segments and stuff over the last month. But Star Wars Visions comes out this Wednesday. Now, what's interesting is two things. One is it's a anime inspired like animated uh, version of Star Wars. So it's Star Wars animated, which we've gotten a lot of in the past, but not in this way. Like it's, it's very, you look at the trailer for it and it is just straight up anime. There's, there's parts, maybe large parts of it that are not even English. Like they're in Japanese. Um, But it is basically a, like a Japanese retelling Mm -hmm. of the, I think the stories we've already seen, there might be some new content in there as well. I'm definitely intrigued by it. I don't know that it's going to be impactful for like the lore of Star Wars. Yeah. Um. This feels like Star Wars response to what if, if you could say it that way. But um, that's the, unique. Yeah. I I'm I'm intrigued just from the style of it. Like it, it looks really cool to watch. Um. You know, uh, samurai, Darth Vader, and <laughs> stuff like that. right? Yeah. Like, here, but the other interesting thing is, and I, this is, I think, a short discussion, maybe, but. All episodes, all of them, are dropping on the same day, Mm -hmm. which I know they've done that for like Disney Junior shows or like other shows, like other shows that have been on the Disney Channel, Mm -hmm. but that's different because like the world has already seen all 24 episodes of that season, Yeah, and they're just dumping them all on the same day, but you've already seen all of them if you've been paying attention to the show. This is something that no one has ever seen before. And they're dumping all the episodes at the same time. They're not even doing the what if thing of like yeah. every, every week. So what do you make of
0: that? That's I wonder if it's kind of like a telltale of they're not really sure what the response is going to be. Yeah. So they're just going to drop them all because they don't want it to be one of those things where they do one episode at a time and people are just already sick of it yeah. after like two episodes.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good take. I I kind of got that impression as well. It's kind of like they're they're almost it almost reeks of nervousness. Like yep. like if we don't dump them all at once, maybe this won't go very well or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there's going to be episodes that appeal. That I, from what I've uh, from what I understand, I, there might be a, one repeat studio in there or whatever. But um, I can't remember. How, I think I, I had in my mind seven, but I, I think that's right. I think there are seven individual episodes. Um, who knows how long they're going to be. They could be 10 minutes. They could be 40 minutes a piece. Yeah. But they're all from, I think almost all of them are unique studios. There might be like like the same studio did one in seven or something like that. But mm-hmm. like most of the seven episodes are all going to be different studios doing them. Yeah. So there's certainly, because of that alone, I mean, there, some of the animation styles are wildly different from each other. Um, more kid-like animation, you know, Saturday morning kind of kid Anime, mm-hmm. anime to like full on like adult anime uh i didn't mean like naked people i'm just saying <laughs> like yeah I, <laughs> yeah I understand what you're trying to get at phil um and so so yeah i think there will be episodes that land and episodes that don't land with fans and so i think that's a good take i, I think it's kind of like let's just give it all to them at once mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just let them talk be about the, the judge yeah <laughs> talk about the things that they loved so um i'm not sure how we'll treat this um Release. I need to watch it first, but I might reach out to Jake, our Star Wars expert, our Star Wars correspondent, um, to see if he he wants to do some discussion on Visions. I certainly would love to talk about it. So I will definitely, at the very least, talk about it in what else are you watching on our segment next week? But yeah, Star Wars Visions is a big release, I think, for for the year, and so. Mm-hmm we may do like a whole segment on it on just that next week where I need to watch it first and kind of make a judgment. But so that, that releases on Wednesday. There'll be plenty of time to watch it before our next episode uh, drops next week. So star Wars visions on Wednesday, um, they're doing a star Wars separate from that, a star Wars visions filmmaker focus, which is like interviewing the people that made the, the document. It's like a documentary style thing. And so, um, Oh, there's nine. It, Okay, yeah. The description says the studio is creating the nine shorts, and they are, they do call them shorts, so I guess they they probably are, you know, eight to ten minutes. Um, so yeah, it's Kamikaze Duga, Geno Studio, Studio Color- Colorido, Trigger. All these different studios are like interviewing them and asking like how they came up with okay. the shorts. So that could be kind of cool. I I think Disney's done a pretty good job with their docu- documentaries, especially the ones that have been following the creators recently. So. Uh, what if episode seven, obviously, comes out this week. We're going to be covering that on our next episode. Uh, Doogie, Kame, Kamala, K- I'm going to butcher, butcher this every single week. K- Kami, Oha, Aloha, Kami Aloha. Kami Aloha is what I'm going to go with. I was talking to somebody the other day that said they had seen the first couple episodes. Of, oh, yeah, one of my coworkers um, has watched the first two episodes of this new It's uh, Doogie, Doogie Hauser uh spiritual successor basically yeah he said the first two episodes were pretty good okay yeah he was like he was pleasantly surprised i i would definitely have been surprised by that as well he i loved the original Doogie hauser like i grew up with with dookie you mm-hmm. know and we in our house we watched it a lot it, he says that it was every bit as funny and likable they use the same theme song like it feels like Doogie hauser part two just with a girl like a you know a totally different character and he was like, I, I enjoyed it as much as the Doogie Hauser episode. Yeah. Like it, it, he said it was funny and, and likable. So yeah, I, I don't don't know if I'll find the time to watch this, but that's actually one of the I mean, based on his recommendation, that's one to check out. So episode three comes out this week. Uh Tuner and Hoo- Turner and Hooch episode ten uh, comes out this week. That one's probably winding down. Uh Chip and Dale Park Life episode nine comes out. <laughs> uh skip that one. Uh Dog Impossible season two. Oh. National Geographic comes out. I don't know anything about that. Me either. Uh, Spidey and His Amazing Friends, uh, season one, seven episodes. This is one that I might sh- – I'll have to look it up and see what it's rated. But
0: Is this uh, one of the Disney Junior ones? It or? looks like
1: it. It's, it's like the um, – do you know what chibi is? It's like a, like a, a kid-style animation of like um, – pg mass is another comparison okay. it's it's yeah. it's like superheroes but like they're they're young and little mm-hmm. and it's very like uh non-graphic non-violent yeah. uh, kind of animation but anyways it looks like that it's the first seven episodes of season one um this is one that i i'll have to look at the rating and see if it's TVY. but if it's TVY, not y7 uh this would be one that i would show jordan because i've been looking for stuff like this to show her that like we'll introduce her to Marvel mm-hmm. superheroes without obviously all the, <laughs> the violent nature that comes I with hear it. You. So, so that comes out on Wednesday, seven episodes of that. Um, okay. So this is, that's Wednesday from, uh, for this Friday, September 24th, a, uh, a spark story comes out. It's a, uh, feature. They're calling it feature length, like probably an hour and a half is my guess. Documentary hmm. about, um, Pixar's Spark shorts filmmaking process. So this would include like 20 something which I reviewed last week. I, I if you missed my review it's I think 20 something's kind of skippable but I've not watched Nona yet. That's another one that they came out with um, you know kind of reviewing those those shorts. So they, I, I'm I'm intri- intrigued to see if, if they don't cover some of the stuff that's talked about in the other shorts, the Disney shorts that they've been doing recently. Mm-hmm. The uh, Short Circuit um, seasons, yeah. but it doesn't look like it. It, it looks like it's just going to be focusing on Pixar, which huh. I, that's a little confusing to me. I think I, I really feel like the shorts. I have not seen Nona yet, so you know, take this with a grain of salt. But I've not been as impressed with the Spark shorts stuff of Pixar recently. As, I gotcha. As much as I was with the short circuit ones, the short circuit ones have like a thirty second documentary <laughs> before each episode that kind of gives you like insights of what mm-hmm. you're about to see. But they, it's interesting that that doesn't seem to be a part of this. Uh, documentary like it's gonna be like an hour and a half about like two the making of two shorts, so they I think Pixar definitely gets like the full king's treatment yeah. at Disney which maybe for good reason but yeah that's that's what that one's gonna be about. Um, speaking of Halloween and October movies, Spooky Buddies comes out the long-awaited the eighth movie in the buddies franchise I'm guessing. I think, I feel like I, I mentioned this when we did our like top 10 worst things that you can watch on Disney yeah. plus episode. I, it was like space buddies or something like that that I mentioned on that show. But, um, this is a Halloween themed, um, dog movie about uh, air, but in the, the, uh, the vision of Airbud. <laughs> so if you like to just waste your time, go, go watch spooky buddies this week. Also coming out on Friday, and the last thing uh, to mention is The Fault in Our Stars. Okay. So I'm not the right, I'm probably not the right uh, demographic no. for this. Um, however, I, when this movie came out, I was working at a high school at the time when it came out, and this movie was huge. Like, huge. Yeah. Everyone had seen it. Like, I still have ne- never seen The Fault in Our Stars. I don't know that I would even enjoy it. Yeah, I don't think so either. They did, they did a... One of the classes, like one of the English classes I had, or not, not I had that we had at the high school, did literally watched and and like did like book reviews on the Fault in Our Stars book. Like it was Hmm. like, it kind of took over the school for like a whole year. Okay. So, um, so yeah, don't don't write this one off just because I haven't seen it. And grant, you haven't seen it either, right? No. But like, I think especially if you have teenagers, I think this is like a big drop. Like I, I I do really believe that. Like. The, the fact that they're bringing the fault in our stars at Disney plus this Friday, I, th- I think is going to make some impact, mm-hmm. uh, especially with a certain de- demographic. So um, if you're not familiar with it, I'll just read the two line thing. It says uh, two cancer afflicted teenagers, Hazel and Augustus meet at a cancer support group. The two of them embark on a journey to visit a reclusive author in Amsterdam. Um, so it's, it's very much a teenage drama, um, but there's like romance involved, and obviously they're, they they have cancer. Like it's it is not a like probably always lighthearted movie. It's probably if if anything, I've talked to like you know some of the girls that went to the high school, or whatever, that worked in the office, whatever, and they would talk about like they cried, you know, watching the movie. So it's one of those movies, but you know,
0: it's not one of those laugh out loud comedies. No,
1: <laughs> it's not one that we're going to cover on Disney Plus to yeah. be honest. But for a certain age group, I th- I think this is actually like a big drop um yeah. for friday so so yeah um from what's coming out I will definitely check out Star Wars Visions obviously what if and boy that's probably it for me this week um I might try to come around it like the Dookie episodes are like I think they're the same length like I think they're like 22 minute episodes Okay. Like, it's like it's uh from what he how he I've not seen it obviously but how he described it I think they're like sitcom episodes so like it wouldn't take a lot of your time to check him out i might i might start to check out Doogie, but might wait until the whole season's out or something Mm -hmm. like that but um yeah he definitely got me intrigued by his quick review so all right grant um i've done a lot of talking over the last (laughs) 10 minutes um is there anything that you would like to no i'm tell the listeners i am good (laughs) Um, I do want to, since we have just a little extra time here on a short episode, I do want to say thank you for listening to the show. We don't, yeah, for sure. We say it every week, but we don't really like make a point of it. Um, you know, we, we have a small, but dedicated following of, of listeners that download and listen to the show every single week. And we love that. That, that really makes me and Grant stay. Um, you know, I think Grant and I would probably do this podcast even if we had one listener, just cause I think it's fun to mm-hmm. talk about content that we love. And, you know, I just really enjoy doing this podcast with Grant. Grant knows that. But knowing that we have people that tune in every week and listen to us ramble on about just, you know, our thought, just general thoughts about like just nonsense stuff mm-hmm. is is actually kind of humbling. So thank you for listening to the show. It really, it really I say that every week, but I, I do really mean it. Um, it means a lot that, that people actually care to listen to us. So um uh, if you have an idea for the show that you want to hear us talk about on the podcast, the way to do that is to email us, uh, to Disney plus reviews at com, And that's PLUS all spelled out. Disney PLUS reviews at hotmail.com. Uh, we'd love to include you in the show next week. We are going to be covering just episode seven of what if obviously it's the only one that comes out this week and the Sandlot. Yep. Which I'm very excited to, to get back to. So
0: yeah, it's a great movie for sure.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, we will do a 2021 review of The Sandlot. And then we got some really cool, we're still kind of figuring out the details, but we got some really fun um, spooky October ideas for you (laughs) coming up next month. So uh, definitely stay tuned with the show. Hit that subscribe button and you'll get every episode. So we'll talk to you next time for What If? Episode 7 and The Sandlot.